Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You've been a good ship this charter season. Oh, Parsifal, we're making up a song and we don't care who knows it. Oh, Parsifal, we de- we dealt with wit right people the whole time. Oh, Parsifal, gonna miss you, boys. Waves crash. They made up a song. It was they mostly did. Marcos. Marcos did. Also, I'm just going to say, what a boring season finale. Well, they, this season, this season, y'all, it sounds like we're in fucking San Francisco cable cars. I don't think they can hear <laughs> you them. You can't. We're, we're in Phoenix. We're in still. Phoenix. Well, hey, and we're, watch the cord. You're going to knock the thing off. Sorry. God, you just splay around <laughs> like a fucking jellyfish out of the water without any care or concern. Absolutely. Throw my body around. Um, so we're in Phoenix, where it's I don't know. It, it might as well be 120. I think no. Anything think, over 100. I think it's 102. Hey Siri, what's the temperature outside? Sorry, it's if you about hear 106 degrees outside. If you hear my little glass, it's because our it's kind of our day off, and we are drinking. Uh, <clears throat> not our day off. We're, we're still planning <laughs> and we're recording we're still doing and podcast. And apparently uh, we're going to be doing more y'all because below deck med is coming back. Below deck med I, just announced their premiere date of July 11th. The same week as below deck down under, uh, as it airs on Bravo, as it airs on Bravo. So there, which we are, coming. they're double Dutch dooring us. They're double Dutch dooring us. Yes. <laughs> yes. So we're getting we're getting DP'd while jumping rope. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're getting. That's what we're getting. My mama told <laughs> me to take Dick, the very <laughs> best <laughs> one, <laughs> and you uh, are ooh, it. Oh, sorry, Sarah, you got out. You hit the, <laughs> you hit the dick. Double Dutch door DP'd. Uh, so yeah, we are. Oh, the trailer we, looks good. It looks super super messy. It's a whole, almost an entirely new crew, except for Z. Uh, Y'all, Z is back. Captain Sandy hits something with the boat, and I am so ready for her to have a complete meltdown. I think she's been distracted by her DJ work. 
Um, I think so too. I mean, literally, she couldn't lead her ship. She hit something <laughs> on the water. I'm all here for it. I want to be. I want to. I want to see her humiliated. Also, the the two, the chief and the second uh, stew, look like twins. Just look like twins. Slutty that's messes. A, like that's sex a positive. casting problem. I need to say that it that is. is a casting issue. Yeah, I agree. Um. Also, the chef is hot. Like takes off his Bald shirt and, hot. and is fucking like tattooed and ripped. There's a messy gay male stew who who's going to be out with a, a, a guest. That's not good. And then comes for the chief stew. It looks good. It's going to be messy. We. I will say this. Uh, we're now to the point, you guys, where if we get annoyed with the season, we're like like crap and stuff. We're like, yeah, we're not going to do that anymore. Yeah, we are. Yeah. I, we below, reserve the right to do I, that. I enjoy Below Deck Selling Yacht, but I think there are other things more exciting we could talk about. Like I agree. I think this season, it's been good to do it. No, it's, it's been, been good, good to see it through. But, and I'm happy to keep doing it as long as this series delivers. But I think I, I think I last season is when I really wanted to quit Below Deck OG. It was Below Deck that was just snoozeville. If this, but Below Deck Med needs to deliver. Well, it's usually flashier. And I know Last people say her down under is good. But y'all, we're threatening you now. If we get disinterested, we're saying bye-bye. Yeah, we're saying goodbye. Summer House is already on its last leg, y'all. Yep. But now Southern- I'm saying it was Southern Charm. Southern Charm is not good. Yeah, because last season was snooze. If this season's not good, last season of Southern Charm was the worst Although season. Although the I've trailer ever looks good, and I think the fact that Nicole is back. And pay not Nicole. What's her name? Craig I, Sex. I just Naomi. Naomi. I looked at you like you were speaking Esperanto. It's it true. Na- I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be because she's dramatic. I think it'll be good. We'll see though. Yeah, I, I just I, I want these. We watch these shows because you guys. If we're gonna podcast about something, we need to. In, even even if we hate watch it, even ninety day, which I the current season, which I'm hate watching, I enjoy watching it. You're still you hate watch. I actually enjoy, but we're both still interested to see what happens yeah. next week. Yeah, true. yeah. I think that's a for me. That's kind of the that's the core I need. Am I interested to see next week? And with well, they're below, different. They're some, different yeah. shows because. Uh, Below Deck is much more episodic because of the charter. Even though we have the same uh, crew, their ninety day is different because you are. It is very goal oriented. It is very. You are waiting. But even with Summer House, I'm like, I do not need to see this next episode. This last season was. <sighs> they need a big revamp, big time. Like Luke comes out as gay and is having his hot gay summer. I'm sorry, Ooh. I shouldn't have said that to you. Ooh. I should not have said God, that. God, y'all, you know, oh my, you know, this is sounds. This is, I'm not going to diss Luke because oh. we have a special relationship. But he'd have to be a lot. I know a lot of stupid gay men. <laughs> that sounds. We actually. I know a lot know. of dumb gay men. Yeah, but he could probably get by. But he's really dumb. We met a sissy. At uh, our Minneapolis show. Who was at, his boss. Who was his at, manager at, at Abercrombie & Fitch. And I said, oh, did he work there or was he just one of the shirtless guys? And she said he was one of the shirtless guys. She's, and then she said, 
I don't know if you heard this. She said, we did one time ask him to fold shirts, and he said, I don't get paid to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of respect that. Wow. How? How? Yeah. How? How? What? What? What a wonderful privilege to say. I'm not folding a shirt. Yeah, I'm just here to show my abs. I hate the wall art on your wall. It it, it just pisses me off. I know. We're in the hotel. Sorry, it's got a picture. I said this before in our our it says podcast. Wanderlust. And Must y'all, wanderlust. Y'all should wanderlust to Phoenix and come see us. Come see us tomorrow. Tickets are still available tomorrow at the night. Crescent Ballroom and then on Wednesday night. And then our pri- our special pride show is going to be on Thursday San Francisco at at the Swedish American Music Hall. Wednesday night we'll be covering uh, part two of this at Phoenix of this week's 90 Day Fiance. And Thursday night in San Francisco is going to be all about pride. We're doing a big love in paradise, a big lip section. Yeah, we're talking. We're going to be talking about. (laughs) When do we not talk Uh, about gay gay stuff? stuff? Yeah. But uh, we'll be talking a little bit 90 Day, more of an idea of, because we are more than halfway through the season, just talking about moments we liked. Yeah. Kind of, kind of where we are. And we had this kind of show in Philly, if you remember, where we kind of did, the show was, had just kind of ended, the tell-all. We just kind of sat back and we talked about our feelings about this season. Oh, yeah. And it was so much fun to, to just kind of like level these people and not have to cover every single no, beat of great. a storyline. But we also put out a poll and asked, are we going to ask our patrons for anything for the Pride show? Probably shouldn't talk about this on the air, but we are. Uh, we can do that. I don't know what, but we'll send you why something. Don't we, why don't we talk about show planning after we're off yeah. the air? Mm-hmm. We'll send you something God. to give your input in. Uh, sip your drink. <laughs> we're going to dinner tonight with a friend. I say friend. You did say friend. All right, y'all. Let's. This episode let's is called uh, BDSM episode seventeen. All roads lead to Gazy. To Gazy. All roads Gazy. lead to Gazy. Gazy. To Gazy. In the saloon. <laughs> uh, all right. So I'll just start off. Cause what do of you my think? First t- my of the series. Of uh, well, we're this is obviously this is the season next. Uh, next week, they said, is the beginning of the tell-all. I really hope we don't have a two-part tell-all, and Andy Cohen doesn't drag this out for two episodes, but it sounds like he's going to, because they said the beginning. Well, you got to remember, there is a lot of drama, uh, drama with... Tom. Ashley. Yeah, we got to remember... Ashley. R.I.P. the people Gary, who got Tom and Gabriella. And Gabriella. Like, Tom and Gabriella are an episode in themselves. Yeah. And then... Ashley and Gary yeah. are part. I will say. I wonder if they're going to go there on the. They won't go there. They on the won't the go show. there. It's Bravo. So here's the deal. Because they're also trying to make Ashley look good now and make us like her and make her look responsible. I refuse to acknowledge and this redemption. I refuse to but acknowledge this. They really tried to make Fuck us. Fuck them. Like I don't care. Um, I. She's terrible. Yeah. The first kind of teabag I have is just. Uh, it's. As is, is that actually this kind of I, so I want to call this episode uh, this episode should be episode three number 17 we have nothing left I felt like <laughs> a lot of this episode was just fraudacity a storyline uh, speak more meaning oh 
Let's hurry up and act like nothing's done. The table was set. I saw the fucking table. Let's yeah. act like nothing's done. Oh, God, we have to wash champagne glasses to get champagne glasses back for the crew. Yeah. That storyline, I think the Daisy and Gary thing is totally fictitious. I what, think. What do you mean fictitious? I think, or not, I think they have chemistry, but the idea of us, will they or won't them, making them the Ross and Rachel of Below Deck, <clears throat> I think it's completely just they had nothing to do this last episode. Well, I've said this before. Because they thought they were, I just want to say this, they thought they were going to get drama in Scarlet, and Scarlet, well, I was going to say drop the rope, but she dropped the dick. She dropped his dick. Y'all, and sometimes you got to do that. If there's drama. Sometimes you got to drop the dick. Drop the dick. But you pick it right up after the, after no, the charter's don't. over. No, don't you be a poodle and pick up. it up. You don't pick up be a poodle dick. and pick, pick it up. You pick up that dick. Drop it. <laughs> wow. But I, both of them, both Daisy and Gary... It, that's the thing. Gary, y'all don't, don't pull, pull over. over. <laughs> we got to don't pull over in Phoenix. Don't pull over in you Phoenix. You might not be able to hear it. I Jesus. I can. Ooh, listen. They're oh. coming to get us, y'all. They're coming to get me now. They're coming to oh, get me Oh, that's a loud one. It's very loud. I think it's more of an ambulance. Oh. Okay. Hope someone's okay. Hope Hail Mary, both of us. heat stroke. 109. <laughs> We should go outside and just see what it feels like. Uh, I'm oh, not wait. going. I'm not going out of the hotel. We'll be you, in Texas I told you in that. July, y'all. We'll be there <laughs> in Dallas on July 8th, and then Austin on July 9th. The VIP for those shows are sold out, but there's plenty of regular tickets yes. left. So far, y'all, I have managed to barely go outside the hotel <laughs> when it's this hot. Are you going to go to the pool today? Maybe. Just may- if we get done. Well, let's get. I've done. got stuff to do. Oh boy, we have we have a lot to do between now. We and do. our show, but the show tomorrow night and we San do. Francisco. I, was I have a to. Massage. I threw my back out, but I'm. Just I have to crack through. the whip to get to get things rehearsed with you. <sighs> so that's um, kind of my that's my first teabag. This whole Ashley Scar, her not being ready, it just feels false to me. That you mean? I see. You're you think they're trying to write her into, or they're trying to give her a better edit to make us like her and remember that she's. Did not basically sexually assault Gary. Yes, and this episode should have ended honestly with the wedding. They have the wedding. They come back, and then the next day that charter leaves, and they it just no no no. That's always a below deck. They always have one thing where it's just the crew. I know that's consistent. But just not. It's like Colin said at the end of the dinner. He's like, "It's so nice to have a crew that all get along together." And I'm like, "I don't want to see You're that." You're like, and that's why I bored me. That's why I bored me these last like it just petered out. It peaked too soon. After Gabriella left, this season peaked uh, I, away from me. I agree with you there. It peaked too soon. I want to say What's my your next teabag? my tea bag is we need to stop throwing rice at but we need to stop throwing rice at weddings. We need to stop throwing bird seed at weddings. We need to stop doing all of it. Well, it's bullshit. Now, bird seeds fine. That doesn't hurt the birds, right? But we don't stop doing but rice. But it's so much cleanup. Oh well, no, that's tradition. I don't like it. I'm it's sure the you same have... thing with glitter, confetti. All that shit is useless. What y'all. about bubbles? I hate all of it. Sparklers. No, I disagree. No, I think it's tradition. It's a fun thing. But we're not supposed to throw rice because aren't those fish going to eat those rice and then it'll explode in their stomach? That's birds. But what about fish too? They're not big. (laughs) 
I think we should shouldn't talk. I don't care about I, the birds. I don't think terrified. we should talk about things that we don't really know about scientifically. I'm just saying it doesn't seem safe unless they get like fish rice. I don't think that's a thing. But I I just I find it I get why people do it. Um it seems this wedding was so non-traditional in so many ways. It sounded it seemed like that was a weirdly traditional thing to put on it. I don't but know. It just felt celebratory as they come back on. Otherwise, they're just walking back on the boat. Hey, y'all. I guess. I guess. I just. I mean, you understand as someone who's had many, has entertained many, many, many men. You, many. Many. You enjoy sometimes a bit of pomp and circumstance. Yeah, but leave that for the bed. He doesn't care about pomp. And My pomp to his circumstance. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fuck me. Uh, so the I will say the bride changes into that pretty white dress. I'm like, now that's a beach wedding dress. Well, someone made us feel terrible at our one she of did. our we, live we shows. An, we announced it. No, I brought it up at the live show. Oh, you brought it up at the live show. I'm sorry. Yes, yes, yes. I brought it up at the live show that we're, we were talking about how her dress was an evening dress. It wasn't meant for the beach, which was all valid. Someone said, you know, she probably had a COVID wedding and it got canceled and it was in a nice venue, but she's like, I'm going to wear my dress anyway. And, and when I'm like, that's a pretty... felt fucking... One inch tall. But my, our criticism is still valid. It okay. is still not a beach wedding dress. And it, that's, uh, that's, what I, that's what I needed to say. They serve the gluten-free cake and it goes over just fine. Yeah. It I'm sure beautiful. it was good. I'm sure it was good. Gluten-free desserts are very good. You have, no, uh, They're not unless they're made carefully. That's not true. They're, it's well, the very hard. Very good. We live in LA. They make them pretty good here. But you just said your what you just said is gluten free desserts are very good. Anna Garden says it's easy. You just use cup for cup. She says it's just like flour. It's not easy. Oh, well, Anna Garden says it is, and I believe her. <laughs> so, y'all, according to this one, you can do gluten free. It's easy. Do whatever you want. It's to. What Anna Garden says. Yeah, but I think I think baked goods are it's chemistry. And as soon as you don't have the right type of leavening, things are going to go awry. So I disagree with you. I, I don't think it's easy. Well, you do know about chemistry. Because uh, I've had good gluten-free desserts, and I've had terrible ones. And mm. so have you. So it's not easy. I have? You know you have. You know you've been at some terrible birthday party I where they've like had somehow- gluten-free treats and they're dry as dust. No, I've never, been, I've never been to a birthday party that's had a gluten-free treat. Oh, then you've been shocking. missing out. Because I live in L.A. Yeah. Oh, I went to one right before COVID. Right before I went to China. That was a completely gluten-free dessert party. Really? See, Terrible. I've never noticed. There were like two things that were good and everything else was dry. Really? I think it can be done well. But un- I still say it is harder than you think. Come That's us, why. Bakers. Let well, us why would Marcos be... Be freaked out. out about. I thought just because he wanted to stress out about something. It's difficult to make them moist. Don't say that word. I only like it when Marco <laughs> says it. Oh, I got to get that out of my mouth. Y'all, we're going to be right back. We're going to take a commercial and we'll see you in one second. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but... 
that all begin to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. 
So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. All right, my next bag of, bag of tea. Bag of tea. Sorry, that sounds bag like... Bag of chips. Did you watch... Um, God, I love bag of chips. You watch UK Drag Race, yeah. right? But did you watch this week's yet? I have Race? not. Oh, it's a funny I've been busy doing stuff for our show. The Vivi... I have too. The Vivian <laughs> does a, a very... I like her little thing this week. Um, so, you've watched more Below Deck, so maybe you know. And Barnaby shits on this later. Because I thought this. When Daisy said... She's thinking about giving, and she ends up giving Ashley leads too. Does that mean anything? For her CV, yes. But as far as job title. It's a good referral. It's a good referral. But it's under seconds too. Leads to, uh, uh, it is a, it's a, it's a, it is a name. It is, it is basically, it's kind of an honorary title to, it, to honor her work. That she'd done. 
Okay. So, uh, Chief Stew, sissies, you can come at us. I think the, your CV does. Your CV is everything uh, for this kind of work. That I know. Okay. Uh, so, but this was created to give Ashley a win because they're still trying to make us like her after yeah, this that's what whole I feel time. Like it all is even that. So I no one up, likes her. I just feel like. This was the first episode where I felt like every plot line was producer initiated. Um, I honestly, the when they are finalizing these shows, when you think about it, they're trying to create a beginning, middle, and an end. No, I get it. They out of give. a plot line. So all of all, hold on, hold on. All reality shows are going to feel like this at the end. So I, I did not have as big of a problem as you did. It just felt at well. I know that from watching so much stuff, and I expect that. It just felt out of, but it, again, it doesn't feel organic and like this came from a place of, we've been seeing Ashley kind of fuck up and be fuck up Ashley for, again, this is episode 17, I will say probably until episode 15. Yeah. And now suddenly in the last two episodes, we're going to talk about all the work that we- Ashley did. It would make more sense to me if they... If some, if like, make more, if they tied it up on a bow that Gary accused her of a sexual assault. That was like, never going to happen. Makes sense. I disagree that we have seen fuck up Ashley the whole time. We've seen little things that Ashley has done. Ashley has been, from the beginning, reliable in her work. She has just been shitty to everyone on the boat, including Gabriella. Well, yeah, so she that. has been a reliable, that has not been the problem. This is this was here to they focused on something different because they knew Ashley was drama and if they can focus on it's brought well, it was a problem with Gabriella because Gabriella was having to teach her how to do things and Gabriella was upset. No, about no, no. It. She was not having to teach her how to do things. Gabriella was having to teach Ashley how she did things. Very different. Oh, that's true, yeah. So it's she still had experience on boats. But what the issue was here is that Bravo or the producers at the last minute decided we were going to make something of this. They had been choosing the whole time to highlight to her failures and to make her a villain. Then the last two episodes, they try to redeem it. Just as you that say, felt it, fake. It didn't feel earned. No, it did not feel earned. And for most people, I feel this is not going to be enough. Like me, I think this was terrible. I'm not a fan of hers. No, and so. like I said, it just felt fake. Yep. What's your next tea bag? Um, mine is uh, uh <laughs> they're doing to keep they go they go out and have dinner. Yes. And this is after the crew's gone. The, yes. The, the, uh, the charter. Charter. And it was a huge Scarlet's tip. Scarlett's wearing that boob dress. She looks great. So does Daisy. Daisy with that looks lipstick. great too. I don't like Ashley's no. dress. <laughs> She's she's been problematic, uh, fashion wise, the entire time. And the guys all look like trash. Yeah, that that's normal, yeah. except for Colin, who always looks good to me. Okay, yeah, I get you. So they're they're basically uh, out at dinner, and they're ordering tequila shots. And all I could think of was Glenn drink, doing shots, and y'all, everyone's got a tequila shot face that no one really loves it, but you love doing them. And do you remember when you learned to lick it, slam it, suck it? I remember so clearly. I've never done that. What? I've never done that. 
You've never done a tequila shot in your life? I've done a tequila shot, but we never did it with the salt and then the lime. Then you haven't done a tequila shot? I've never done no, it. No, that's not right. We're do okay. I don't like tequila. We're doing it. We're, we're licking, slamming it, and sucking it. I don't ever want you to say those <laughs> words to me again. <laughs> ever. I mean, I'm doing that tonight. Ever. But. Ever. I'm licking, getting slammed, <laughs> and sucking. But you go to this. <laughs> You go to his salt. You lick his salty balls, and then you he slams you, dick, and then he slams you, <laughs> <laughs> and then you drink her down. Go, go, go. Wow, I am no okay. So was that not a thing where you we grew did up? Tequila shots, and I remember them. Maybe I was drunk and I don't remember it, but I remember people doing them at parties, and I just didn't. There's one way like to that. do a tequila shot, but I've never done that. Salt slam, suck the lime. Every every other way is that intolerable. Terrible for my acid reflux. We need I I need to teach you to do a tequila shot I've the never, right way. No, I just remember being taught that in college uh-huh. and being it was I can remember it so vividly. So y'all come at us the first time you learn to lick it, slam it, suck it. I agree with you. I think most people on the planet yeah. have done that. Even, You're such a fucking Pollyanna. Even sometimes Michael Plath has done that, or Ethan. I know. <laughs> I want to. If we Even had a, Mama Plath has if, done that. I know I she has. If we had a time machine, God. I would go back and do certain rituals that you've never done with you. Oh, that'd be fun to take you some places in Oklahoma. Like what? Oh, I think you'd like Stoptown Baptist Church. You would probably would have become the youth director <laughs> real quick at the, like age fourteen. I'm not interested in doing any <laughs> Oklahoma rituals. Okay, take you to Arbuckle Wilderness. No, <laughs> but. I, I just I point this out because that is such a tequila shots are such a thing where it tastes kind of terrible, but there is it's such a rite of passage for a lot of people. Oh, I hate them to do that. Y'all um, don't buy me tequila shots at a live show. I'm not gonna want to. Dr- I don't want to drink it. The, but I can. The it's so weird though. The times that I remember doing tequila shots in my early twenties were some of the craziest and wildest and most fun nights of my life. Yeah, buy me a beer if you want to buy some. I just want and I beer. can remember them. And they were messy and sometimes awful. But tequila was almost always involved when my friends I and I had good stories. I tequila before. Yeah. But, ooh. ooh. Anyway, y'all come at us when you, when you learn to lick it, slam it, suck it. I want to hear that. Let us know. Um, this isn't really a big tea bag. I just want to say, well, first of all, two things. It's kind of one and a half. A, yes, we know Marcus has a restaurant in Los Angeles. They talk about it on the show. Yep. I hope you enjoyed him on Below Deck because he will never be on the show. I was going to say that, y'all. If you want Marcos to come back, want in one hand and piss in the other and see which one gets full first. Want in one hand and fly to Los Angeles and go eat at his restaurant that's going to take all this time. We're going. We're going. we just haven't been able to. I would love for us to go. Uh, And we should go. We'll do a tequila shot there. We'll lick it, slam it, suck it. I, you know what, doing, doing, having your first tequila shot in your 40s and you won't enjoy it, promise me you'll at least act like you're enjoying it. You won't, you won't like wrinkle up your mouth. I'm sure. <laughs> if you get me good tequila, I'm not you're drinking such, that fucking you're su- Jose you, Cuervo Patron shit. That stuff's not good. Cuervo, Cuervo is like middle ground. Ugh. I want like Casamigos. Oh, or I want the like fucking George Clooney. Uh, what tequila. is that? What is the one that's made? Lisa by- Barlow's tequila. Lisa Barlow. Lisa <laughs> Barlow. 
Or like uh, Casa Dragone, which is like that female Everyone's tequila. Everyone's got a great. tequila brand. Doesn't Lisa Barlow have like two? I feel yeah. like she does. I I will drink it. I love it. that. I'll drink it and afterwards I'll say, I love that. <laughs> I love that. We're going go, to go to We're going to go to Marcos's and restaurant and we're going to do a tequila like we shot. We don't know them. And Jake is going to have two drinks and then he's going to go up to Marcos and say, hey, um, we just... I don't know if you know our show, but like we kind of cover you. We do a podcast about you guys, and he's gonna say, "No, I don't know it, y'all." Give me, get me three drinks in, and I turn into the worst star fucker you've ever met. It's disgusting because it's really who you are. You used to do it as sober when you were younger. Yeah. Now you know not to do it, but you do become. No, I'm disgusting. I, you know what? I admit my foibles. I admit when I'm disgusting. Uh, So I just wanted to bring up. Yes, we're going to L.A., but also I just want to say. This is not worthy of a full tea bag, but as somebody who works in production and just, I thought it was amazing when they popped the champagne cork and it hit the camera. That was amazing. That made me laugh so hard. You can't. That's why. That's magic. I enjoyed this episode. I know you said it was kind of, it was pretty constructed, but I think what I enjoyed was a group of people doing a job and they were friends at the end. I didn't know. Regardless of Ashley. I enjoyed them all partying on the boat and getting drunk. Yeah. And Ashley making fucking grilled cheeses. That's my next tea bag. Let me let me just follow that up. Take it. <sighs> Don't do bread and cheese this way. Anyone. She this, was very drunk. It doesn't matter. Very drunk. This is a sin. I'm gonna have another pizza. Bread combo. and cheese are a combination ordained by God. And That's for true. you to put this on a shitty panini maker with the... Bosch. With the... Bosch, that was expensive. Okay, great. With, like Jenny. Bosch! <laughs> Can you not eat combos into the microphone? Sorry. And... But she was putting on there, and the cheese was leaking out. Yo, part of the mystique, the allure, the magic of a grilled cheese is biting into the grilled cheese, and the liquid ooze filling you, like, nay, just, like, flooding you with serotonin. And none of that was done here. The cheese was leaking. The bread wasn't even crispy. What are you doing? I applauded for you. Oh, I can't hear it. We don't have headphones. But I'm just saying. It was a terrible grilled cheese, but she was very drunk. A grilled cheese is a sacred thing. Y'all know I take it very seriously. It's your favorite I have thing. given up my grilled cheese recipe before, made with Gruyere cheese and a little bit of arugula and fig jam and a little bit of Dijon mustard I usually do. But... And even, but even like a even like a craft single grilled cheese made with Wonder Bread. However, it must be browned and it must be crispy. If you're gonna eat just regular bread and cheese, why bother? This is this was this was an actual heresy. I could not hate her more after this. You were enjoying her. And then I never really ins- enjoyed her. But starting to laugh at her, and then she ruined it all for you. Well, I mean, even drunk, you should be able to. How messy drunk do you have to be not to be able to put cheese on bread? I saw once a guy who was drunk and then took his Ambien to go to bed explode a marshmallow because he was trying to make spores, s'mores in a microwave. Wow. 
That was a big mess. I think what this was too is we've seen her. The, you can tell the the camera crew hates her because they always show her eating, and it's the messiest possible eating, like with the spaghetti. Yeah, and even Marcos was like, "I can't even fucking look at no, you." No, we're gonna see it, y'all. We're gonna see a montage of that. Get ready. Uh, her eating. Yeah, and she's like, "I like eating." What I do? So that put a really bad taste in your mouth. Let me put in a tea bag that maybe made you feel a little bit better about the world. Is Marcos and Gary Los Papis? Just getting into a slap and touch your balls fight. Like, the camera didn't see it, but they're literally just trying to hit each other in the nuts. They have. I had to pause other. the... Uh, they felt each other's nuts. I had I had to take some time. Like I, I, was, be- I realized I was breathing heavy when I was watching it. <laughs> I bet you they just have done... Because I remember my brother and his straight friends, they'll just, like, show each other. They're, they're like... They'd be like, hey, Jake, and you say what? And they turn around, and then they're just... My brother would say... Brain? Yeah, brain, and show his balls, or just show his dick. Those were fun days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. when you're the little gay boy, you're always like, oh, don't do that! I mean, my I mean, brother, I'm like, gross. How but- can I hide in the closet? And see it all. <laughs> see it all. So, no, that was hot. I And I will say, a little slap, slap, tickle, tickle always does me good. Uh, <laughs> hey. When, especially, they called it the giggle crew later when he, Colin was saying what he was thankful for. The giggle crew. And there was that huge montage. I don't know if you saw this. Well, actually, I'll save this. All right. A secret scene that did happen for me. We had, we I saw much more of a giggle crew. A, much more, yeah. We saw it extended, kind of like they did Lord of the Rings extended footage. Yeah. That's what I definitely think it was. Um, was there any other thing? Well, we can talk about that, because for all I have left is they all say goodbye to each other, and they all leave, and who gives a shit? <laughs> right? Yeah. And so we everybody says goodbye. It's fine. It's the normal thing. It's like summer camp is ending. And I still don't know why they don't make a good reality show about summer camp counselors. I still feel like that's a missed opportunity. Listen, I pitched one. I pitched one too. I, didn't I know pitched that. one. Didn't... I pitched one. Really? And some in and the response was, I don't know if enough people understand this experience. See, mine was they just they wanted to have a camp solidified and then counselors already like a cast already solidified. No, that well that was but that's too difficult because that would that would that would involve so many releases from children. No, yeah. So you would need to do it with a camp for adults, and my, that was that was sorry. I'm I'm giving away all of my things. That was my pitch. Yeah, they do have camp for they have a gay camp for adults too in California somewhere. Never been there. It's but it seems like it's just working so hard. Yeah. It's like saying, This is what you didn't get in your youth. Enjoy it now. I mean, do it if you want. No, I'm just saying Talk to your therapist about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know Speaking of things Jake and I should probably talk to our therapist about. So I noticed that everybody said goodbye, but did you notice like when Colin was saying goodbye? He was left first out of the giggle crew. Colin, no, it was uh, Marcos. Marcos. I'm sorry, Marcos left, and Marcos and Colin and Gary, they all just they 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 they, they go outside. They walk down the plank or whatever it's called of the, the ship, plank. and they're sitting there and they're just and they're just saying, "Well, 
but I gotta go. Boys, it's been fun. And they're like, and they say, let's do a group hug, and then the sun's setting, and then my TV went a little. Actually, my laptop here in yeah. Phoenix. Yes, here. Maybe Marriott, it was Phoenix. the Phoenix heat I, messing I with my it computer. Was the heat too, but no, it kind of. I did start to see kind of like. Almost like my my screen did become warmer, and I almost saw like kind of an evaporative wave yes. that you see from the road. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I don't think that was Phoenix though, because I noticed that they hug and they're sitting there hugging. And you know when you hug, like when you do a group hug, you kind of automatically put your head in and look down. Yes. Yeah. And so looking down, and then I hear Gary say, "Marcos, is your dick hard?" Yeah, I saw that. Okay, and then and then at one point, did you see Marcos cup Gary's balls and said, "I can see these are a little full." Yes, yes, and then Col- and then Colin, Colin said, said, "I can help you both out." Colin, yeah, and then he got on his knees and says, "I measure ounces in my mouth, <laughs> so I can tell you if they're full." And so then Marcos is then teabagging Colin. Yeah. Okay. Right. And then suddenly, Gary's pants are gone. And we learned that his asshole really is almost as smooth as Craig's. Yes. Very smooth, which Marcos loves. And then he just started kind of biting his ass and almost kind of tearing it like, kind of like you would a piece of bread. Yeah, just tearing into the bread, getting in that ass. Yeah, as yes. they say, getting into that ass. Uh, and then that- His big tongue just swishing back and oh, forth yes. across his hole. Yes, and that's when I noticed that uh, then Colin at this point was quite erect. So yes. he decided to just. He was quite erect. Quite a, Very little lady. So, yeah, quite erect. He was quite erect. He had a mean Mother Republican, mean Republican dick. Um, <laughs> and so he stands up and he he shoves his quite large. Who knew? His quite erect lo- penis. Quite large dick in Gary's mouth. Yes. And so now Marcos is eating the ass. Gary's getting in the mouth. And then who knew? Colin brought his guitar. Yeah. <laughs> I know. This was the best. Did you see the part where he actually took the wedding? Marcos took the wedding cake, smeared it all over Colin's smooth body, yeah. and licked it off. Yes. And then then he came on him uh-huh. and licked off the cum and, and uh, 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 snowballed with him. Gary, snowballing. Fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. 
Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 